All right, welcome back to the Canadian Gun Vault. Behind the Vault Door, my name is Mark Morelli. I'll be your podcast host. Joining me today, none other than my co-host, Coach Nick. Hello, hello. Coach Nick, thank you so much for being here. And special guest, Podcast Brian. Hey, Mark, how hey. you doing? Good, 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 good. You know what? First of all, let's tip a glass. It has been uh, so far... Cheers. Cheers. All right. It has been so far a uh, fantastic summer in terms of the weather. Corona season aside, it actually hasn't been all that bad. No. You know, uh, I find uh, I find that it's given me time to do uh, some things around the house, maybe. Uh, definitely to uh, develop a better relationship with my neighbors. Uh, certainly... <clears throat> While exercising, uh, probably more caution than we needed to. You know, you and I managed to see each other along with uh, several close friends uh, while maintaining respectful social distance, which is actually, in my uh, estimation now, now I want to say completely unnecessary because I'll always maintain that this thing exists, but uh, I think it's safe to say that they've blown this thing completely out of proportion. Uh, The models are inaccurate. Uh, The projections were all off. The advice we've been getting has been spotty at best. Um... You know, but but ultimately, you know, we still managed to get together, which uh, which has always been a lot of fun. I, I love nights like these, and seeing you is always fantastic. Coach Nick, I you know, I never get bored of hanging out with him, although it's frustrating at times. I'm not gonna lie. Take it easy. <laughs> Settle down. <laughs> but, you Listen, know. <laughs> he can't help the communist indoctrination he's had to go through. Gloves are on. I never told you, but uh, you know, Danny, Danny isn't our only secret weapon. You know, you have you have been living behind enemy lines now for quite some time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you think it's enemy lines now? Oh, you, wait, you wait till the fall. Oh, boy. Here we go. Well, you know what? I, I, I really, I think it's interesting, you you know, uh, you know, the kids are going to be semi going back to school. Hey, Mitch, semi going back. No to school? idea. We, there's, we there's don't know three, what's happening. There? There's three scenarios that have been put out and we won't know till mid August. So let's just see. I think it's going to be a hybrid, although I don't know how how we're going to be teaching during the day and teaching kids are at home as well. But uh-huh. well, maybe they'll videotape the classroom with you up at the front in a sterile environment and they'll uh, create that <laughs> utopian uh, educational it's, system wonder. It's going to be a great big screen. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to be That's in a right. black uniform. It's going to say <laughs> obey behind him, right? And he's just going to talk about diversity and inclusiveness and, uh, and uh, slowing the curve so, and so pretty uh, much all the kinds same, of things. So pretty much the same thing now with the exception of the diversity and slowing the curve comments it's kind of the way it is I'm imagining somebody holding their hand up in the Vulcan symbol and saying be well you know (laughs) like prosper and be well yeah, or maybe Max Hedrum. I could see, I could see that image on the Max screen. Max Hedrum. Do you remember Max Hedrum? You're uh, timing yourself out there, buddy. A little I bit. I, yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Well, no, you know what? I think, uh, I think it's safe to say that, <clears throat> you know, we've looked at our audience demographics. We've got a lot of people that are in the, uh, you know, uh, 45 and over range now. Uh, we always had a lot of people between 18 and 34, but it looks like we've got a, a good group of healthy people uh, jumping on board. Uh, you know, on Instagram, Facebook, and in the podcasts and on the YouTube channel, uh, the demographics kind of point to uh, an older, more mature audience uh, jumping on board rapidly. So we're really happy about that. So, I mean, not all the jokes are lost on uh, on, on the people out there. But uh, now I want to talk to you guys about something really quickly. Uh, you've you've seen it. The uh, is Missouri, is that the couple, Ken, Ken and Karen? 
Is it, is it Georgia? Georgia? I don't, I don't think that's the real names, but I think that's yeah. what they don't have a choice. That is their names now, I believe. So, so, so what happened there? Are you like, I mean, like, do, like, do you know the story yet, Brian? Yeah. Okay, wait, hold on. I'm just looking at your. There we go. Oh, your mic was just acting. You up really there. look like Princess Leia with those headphones on. You know what? Really? Don't give me a hard time over the headphones. I'm going deaf, okay? So I need, I need these headphones to monitor. Yeah, see? There, there you go. Right, just, uh, you know what? Here, I'm going to trade you. If that's the case, Brian, you're all in big trouble. <laughs> no, oh, there, there it is. Okay, sorry about that, folks. We had a little microphone you trouble. Weren't, uh, you it, weren't hearing. You know what? When, one of the uh, one of the glorious uh, joys of having a um, mobile sound set is after a while the cables start to pull and uh, you start to damage things. I think this yellow cord is about done. You know, which is a good sign. It means we've done a lot of podcasts. Yeah, that's yeah. that's good. But so so now, what's your understanding of that story? So there was a protest. Um, they wanted to protest at the mayor's house. The mayor lives on a private uh, uh, on a private block, and so the protesters showed up and they uh, pushed through the gates and ignored the signs. You know, the uh, no trespassing and please don't protest here and please don't ride here. All those signs, and they walked past them and um, and headed towards the mayor's house. Whereupon. They were confronted by uh, a couple uh, who were concerned to see a large group of people who were not from their neighborhood walking up the streets with, you know, uh, uh, signs and other implements of, of, of discord. Yeah. And uh, they confronted them. Um, he was armed with an AR-15 and she was armed with some kind of short-barreled pistol. Um, yeah. Look like, uh, like a Bursa. Or yeah, a, and I, I, like will, I will or say, like, their their firearms handling was absolutely atrocious. Like, absolute I, that, I knew, garbage. I knew you were going to say it. It was garbage, there's no question. Uh, but... The point of firearms is not that you're, I mean, in that circumstance, it was personal defense and, and, and castle law, which they have there. Yeah. Um, and there, there were threats uttered at them and so on and so forth. Um, and, you know, it's, it's a very fine line because the, the crowd is going down the street. I don't know if anyone stepped up onto their property, jumped up onto the lawn. I don't know if anyone approached their windows or their door. I don't, I don't know that. I think, I think, so, that the, I think that the entire interior of that gated community, I mean, we're talking about a, like a, like a steel yeah. or wrought iron gate. Yeah. You yeah. Know, with, that's, with, that's, with a concrete fence. Yeah. With a concrete fence is, is, you know, uh, broken private, through. Well, it's private property it's and, private. They, and they, they were there. There's no question they were there. I don't know. What level of personal threat those people suffered? That that being said, if uh, you know, knowing what's going on right now in the United States yeah. with violent riots, yeah. um, you know, and again, the media is uh, complicit in 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 the whole false news thing because it's entirely possible these people were being peaceful. However. It's very clear that many of the demonstrations are not, and and it and it turns from a peaceful demonstration into a violent riot in a split second. Oh but, yeah, but I think you can argue the peaceful part based on the fact that they broke their way through a gated community. Yeah, and that's not peaceful. And we're trespassing. Yeah, and, right. So yeah. that the, there's so nothing peaceful about that. And I don't again, think. you know, it it from one minute it turns from one person waving a sign to the next minute, fifteen people beating you to death with a brick on your front doorstep. And I think the AR-15 is a perfect tool to prevent that. And I have absolutely no problem with what those people did. As I said, I think the weapons handling was sloppy and and. And uh, obviously demonstrated a, a lack of proficiency with the firearms, but these people were in fear for their life. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, they're not trained to deal with those circumstances. No. And I, I, I think, you know, uh, telling the people to stay off. Hey, listen, carry on. Do what you're doing. Stay off our property. Do not approach the home. Do not approach us. If you do, you will be shot. And I think that's fair. And anyone who says, well, I can't have it be like that and so on and so forth, um, I don't think has been in circumstances. I don't think they've seen riots. I've seen a number of riots, mm-hmm. uh, both institutional and uh, and out in the open. And they're, uh, they're living things. They're like brush fires. Yes. And they can be very calm one yeah. moment. And then the next minute, you're fighting for your life. Yep. So mob mentality, right? Absolutely. And you know what? A semi-automatic rifle with a 30-round magazine on it with preferably with a bunch of them on your side is not out of the realm of necessity for that specific circumstance especially since the police are not coming to help you yeah you They're know not coming to help uh, you know I've, so, al- I've, I've always drawn the zombie you know comparison <clears throat> you know uh, you, you you laugh and wonder why so many people young people are getting into the sport of shooting these days. And I always kind of laugh and, uh, and and talk to people about, you know, why that might be happening. And inevitably, I tell them a joke and say, like, you know, the zombie apocalypse, like you've heard about, the, you know, the zombies. You ever watch zombie movies? And people are like, well, yeah, I've seen zombie movies. It's like, you know, there's always one dumb idiot that doesn't know how to operate a gun. You know, he gets one. It's loaded, but he doesn't know how to use it. Doesn't know how to take the same time. That's the first guy to get eaten. Oh yeah, he gets every eaten. time. He oh, gets yeah. eaten every time, and nobody wants to be that kid. So you know, there's there seems to be this resurgence. I used to think that it was video games that were driving kids into legitimate firearm use, and I don't believe that to be true at all. I think there's a segment of, of uh, the community that you know realizes that holy cow, I can actually legally uh, acquire. Own and possess these cool things, and and operate them safely in controlled environments. But but ultimately, I, I think more and more people every day. And this is a topic that I don't talk about too often, but it's one that it's one that keeps on coming up. Of course, in our community, uh, there's a, there's a number of people that believe pretty strongly that the Americans have not gotten it wrong. Especially, you know, uh, highlighted with with things like the riots and you know people getting badly hurt. Uh, the entire American concept. <clears throat> Of defending your life, uh, your family's lives, uh, you know, loved ones' lives, or your home, you know, from total destruction. Uh, especially when you've got you know glowing examples all over North America where you know they're burning down churches. Like, forget your house. Like, I mean, I, I saw the house that Ken oh and God. Karen lived in, and I mean, oh my God, you know, like it looked pretty posh. And I mean, I'm no stranger to you know nice surroundings. But it looked like a French castle mm-hmm. inside. You know, it, it, it was it, it was beautiful. I, I think that there were probably a, you know, not to not to paint everybody with a big broad brush, but I mean, if there's anybody in that crowd that has a real problem with somebody having way more than they do, oh, yeah. like I mean, like I look at well, it and I go, ooh, like you know. Well, rem- remember, Mark, mm. the founder and the current person who runs Black Lives Matter yeah. in the states and in Canada are both hardcore Marxists. Yeah, right. They're they're communists who believe that everyone else should have stuff taken away from them, and I mean, you know, there is absolutely nothing to debate about anti-racism protests or or philosophical positions mm-hmm. but i mean if someone turned around and said that we were going to use the nazis to 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 you know to protest something i'm sure many people would find a reason why that's unacceptable and someone has found fit to use communists to fight the Black Lives Matter movement, to sort of act as a vessel for that uh, rage to find a, a, a home. And uh, I think that is of great concern. Uh, it, it is a great concern because they're masking it 
as as a human rights virtue signaling um, racism e- event as from so, a philosophical social, standpoint, social justice, but yeah. but there's no the social justice, but there's no there's no spotlight been put, been put on the deep rooted. Uh, as you said, uh, political undertones. Well, it would be it would have, it would be as inappropriate to say uh, hijack the uh, you know the environmental movement and say uh, let's let's have the Nazi Party represent our our concerns and and then use that that tool that vessel to push forward with your agenda and you know Black Lives Matters they, they it's it's absolutely fine and correct what they're arguing and debating and what they what they're trying to draw what they're trying good. to draw attention to but the problem is is down at its bones down at its actual foundation the people in there there are Darker ad- agendas involved, and that very dangerous agendas. Um, uh, so, you know, I think that is something to be concerned with, while paying attention to and supporting the legitimate right and concerns of people who feel they may have been marginalized, and and for that, for them to draw attention to that issue and to seek some form of redress. There's nothing wrong with that, and and I think everyone all around should support that just as we are trying to draw attention to the things that concern us as yeah. a group of people um, who feel that we've been marginalized and ignored and, and, and uh, pushed aside discriminated and discriminated against. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. So, you know, there, there needs to be a means for people to express their, their, um, their frustration and certainly their rage in a reasonable manner. But again, right now, we don't know... What's going on behind the scenes? Apparently, BLM has been has received large sums of money uh, from international, uh, unknown international sources. To 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 what end? Continue the fight, of well, course. Well, and again, I mean, the, these riots are springing up in Britain, and they're springing up, you know, like like the idea that British police, you know, uh, I mean, God, I, 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 what did they kill one person last year? Probably, you know, like, so, you know, um, again, if you want to draw attention to racism in your own community and all this kind of shit, that's fine. But to have hundreds of thousands of people out in the street in the middle of a COVID pandemic yeah. and say, you know, well, you can't have a Trump rally, but you can yeah, have, exactly. but, but, you can, right. but you can have a protest. Um, it's just, you know, there are, it's very scary because you don't want to put on the tinfoil hat and start reaming about everything that's going on. But the reality is there's stuff going on. I yeah. mean, there, there, there are powerful forces arrayed to take advantage of this situation to what end we don't know big um, big money yeah it's big money let's like look at look at a, a simple thing you know the canadian government in over the course of this is going to spend about a trillion dollars in, yeah. in about six months trillion yeah. dollars and they're not answering to anyone where that's going now at the best of times the liberals have been scheming corrupt thieves mm. right uh and so have some conservative uh um uh, leaders, but but the liberals have have particularly been known for it, and uh, operating um, from a base of corruption. A lot of the people behind the liberals and who who support them and who pull their strings from behind the scenes are quite corrupt, um, and they now have access to a trillion dollars. So how much of that trillion dollars is going to be corruption spillover? Is it is it going to be a million dollars? Because you know, Kretchen ain't gotten a hell of a lot of shit over ad scam. Right? Mm-hmm. How much was ad scam? Do you remember? Was it was it a million? Was it ten million? I don't, I don't remember. It was so. It was between a million and ten million. We're talking a trillion dollars. So so is it 
a hundred million is gonna just get washed aside like 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 spillage, or 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 is it five hundred million? Well, or, or is part, it a billion? The best part is he's not gonna have to answer questions. Well, they refuse to answer questions about it now, but now that he's not coming out of the cuckoo clock every day, uh, there's less opportunity to be questioned about it. Well, and so I, we're, like we're so he's gonna show up to the House of Commons one day and. Then what, what's he been? What's he do? What's he doing? Accountability is an all-time low. Uh, well, and, and and I mean, again, this the whole pandemic thing. It appears to be a play for power, it, and it's coming across that way everywhere. It's it's designed to keep Trudeau in and get Trump out, mm-hmm. and you know, give Boris Johnson a hard time. Um, some of the c- countries don't seem to want to play ball. Russia, you know, barely, there's almost no information coming out about. China is doing its own damn thing. Um, the World Health Organization is trying to play up a big thing. And they seem to be somehow of the opinion that the World Health Organization or the UN is going to take over the West. And they're going to be our new masters and overlords. And it was very interesting. They were talking about... Um, Oh, what were they talking about? I was reading something yesterday, and and in the topic, they were talking about something to do with pandemic response and da-da-da-da-da-da-da, and they brought up Agenda 2030. Yeah. You know, as a part of this, uh, Agenda 2030, we are like blah, 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 and of course, you all know that part of Agenda 2030 is to disarm the civil populace. Mm-hmm. That is one of the stated goals of the UN Agenda 2030. So if they're already enacting a bunch of things for Agenda 2030... Well, then it's clear that behind the scenes and behind our backs, political decisions have been made to meet the UN's Agenda 2030. And yeah, disarmament is one of them. They're going to take all our guns. And I got into an argument with someone on Facebook yesterday, which is, I know, stupid. It's like, oh, you know, stop hitting your head on the wall because it feels so good when you stop. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, it's just... But I got into this, and this guy said, you know, they've, and this was a gun owner. He said, you know, they listen. It's a very limited list. They've just said, you know, they're not coming for your semi-autos. And, uh, you know, they, that, that's it. And and, and, and it, was, yeah. it was a guy who had asked if they were going to come and take his SKS. And I said, well, you know they are. Of course they're coming for your SKS. And it was a military guy, and he got back to me. He said, you know, that's nonsense. They've been saying they're coming for our guns for a million years. And, you know, all they did was come out with a short list of, of, of ARs, and, and, and that's it. And they, you know, they're not coming for your SKS. And I said, like, what, what does it take for you to get what's coming? Like, first it was my FN, then it was my AK-47, now it's my ARs and my M14, and 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 then and then it's the SKSs, and then it's every semi-auto, and then it's every firearm with a detachable magazine, and then it's every firearm that isn't a bolt action that holds more than three shots, and then we're you know we're basically Britain, and then we're having knife registries and and you know all this nonsense. Yeah, I saw that today. Like it's ridiculous. <clears throat> yeah, they want they want to barcode every every damn knife yeah. in Britain. Every time you buy a knife, it gets registered it who bought registered. it, when they bought it. Oh. And, and no knives with points. No kitchen knives, no nothing. It so it's not everything's a, a butter knife? The whole country's well, butter, butter knife? Any, 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 like, for instance, a knife used to slice uh, meat or anything in a kitchen won't have a point on it. It'll be a blunt end. You know, because apparently a meat cleaver isn't something you can hurt someone with. You know, I, I mean, and you can't, and you can't <laughs> assault cleaver. And you can't sharpen the end of a you blunt know, knife to make it into the, a point. You know deal. what? The, the the next flag of Britain is going to be a white flag, like a white background, and a and a set of kindergarten scissors. 
Right? <laughs> That's going to be it. It's like, yeah, we took over the British Empire with our safety scissors, yes. We fought the fuzzy wuzzies with our safety f- safety scissors, took which the empire. You'll, which you'll have to register. <laughs> well, it's just, it's ridiculous. And it's like, you know, um, at, that, at what point do we, the people... The bosses in a democracy yeah. tell our politicians to fuck off. Well, I'll tell you where the problem is with that. <clears throat> you know, that would require a demonstration. And it would, and obviously in other parts of the world, they've had similar demonstrations of an enormous size. And then, of course, with the release of COVID, uh, you know, accidentally or otherwise, we've got the inability to gather in large groups or at least uh, well, only the ones that are approved of by no, government yeah, yes yes so you can you can uh, gather in large protests and trash the place that's okay but uh, you know take a knee outside with tens of thousands of total strangers even though you've been telling people for uh, the better part of 6 months not to go anywhere near anyone else like i mean it's fascinating to see the level of hypocrisy demonstrated by this government it's phenomenal like i mean it's like well you know what mark i, I you know and I've thought about this. You know what I think the only answer is? And I and I, I don't know how this... Because the law states that all your employers take your taxes off, right? Yes. Well, we got to stop that. No. We don't give you the taxes until we decide to give you the taxes. You don't get to take the taxes off our paychecks. We'll remit the taxes to you after we get paid. Like the day after, I'll send you my taxes. And if I don't like what you're doing... I ain't sending you my taxes. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I, I think I'll keep my $5,000 this paycheck instead of taking the 2400 I take home and you guys take the rest. I think I'll keep that 5000 and I'll keep it next month and next month and next month all year long. And if I don't like what the government's doing at the end of the year, then I ain't remitting my taxes this year. And I'll wait till the following year. And I'll wait till the following year until I get a government that I like that's doing what I want. Then I'll give them my money. Now, but then now that puts the power back in our hands. But then you're always only going to have half the country paying taxes. Yes. Yeah. Well, it doesn't matter. I mean, we're in, we're in, we're in debt. I mean, King Midas himself couldn't get us out of this one. Mm-hmm. Oh, we could turn everything in this country into money, and we wouldn't have enough to pay our way out of it. So, you know, especially since we're not going to uh, produce our natural resources. <laughs> So, yeah. you know, what, yeah, what, what, what do we, they think social work and diversity is an income? Like, that's what's going to get, ca- you know? Uh, like, uh, no, 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 Haven't you heard? Feelings pay bills. Oh, jeez. It's just, it's ridiculous. It's right. ridiculous. You know, this used to be a really cool country, and we did some really neat stuff, and we were productive, and we had a good standard of living, and we were going to get a better and better standard of living, and we're done. We're just done. That's not going to happen. You're so Our close. kids, you know, our so kids, close. the next generation, are not going to be as well off as we are. And the ones after that are going to be even worse. Unless something happens. And I, I'm not saying what. I'm just yeah. saying unless something happens. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe a meteor will come along, crack <laughs> the earth in half, and like, and, the West. and, and maybe the, <laughs> the good side will survive, and the rest of them can float off into space. You know, I, I, know. Saw, I, I, saw, I saw a great video on Instagram, uh, or TikTok, I think maybe even was, and I, I don't ordinarily use that, although that's how I spend a little bit of my downtime, mindlessly uh, scrolling through TikTok and watching people dance, which I think is, is always kind of fun. But I, I saw this penguin scrambling, uh, this, this giant yeah, yeah, sheet, yeah, yeah, of yeah, the sheet of ice. The sheet of ice is broken away, <laughs> and a group of penguins... Um, 
you know, managed to be on the right side of the crack, but you could see that there were some that were jumping, you know, immediately and trying to make it across this rapidly growing, um, you know, distance between the two. Uh, structures and you see this one lone penguin making a break for it as was, the thing, yeah. it's breaking it's breaking off to the side I put it on Instagram it's a great little video it's breaking off sideways so the the it's the crack is growing and he's running along with he the crack the ja- he turned on the jets <laughs> he, he turned on the afterburners did did the Indiana Jones and at oh. the last second as the last piece of ice was breaking away he made a dive for it and slid down like oh. a boss although to be <laughs> to be fair I mean they can swim right yeah like, so, but well, but it was pretty funny. It was. It was pretty funny. Well, you know, it it, um, it occurred to me, you know, that I, I think the general public has to start to examine the possibility that they're being lied to by the government and the media. That's that's really what it boils down to. Uh, I think, but it's scary, Mark, because you got to ask yourself: to what end? What is the purpose? Who who stands to benefit? Who stands to gain? Are people just trying to make money? Are people trying to muck around with the power structures? Are they trying to, is there a move afoot to get us to move towards one world government? And I mean, you know, you can say that's the worst thing ever, but, you know, for some people it might appeal. Hey, wouldn't it be great? One government, one set of taxes, one set of one set of worldwide rules for everyone. I mean, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. It doesn't work in a country like Canada where the needs of the people in Inuvik are different than the needs of the people in Toronto mm-hmm. or or Hamilton or Thunder Bay or anywhere else, right? All those yeah. people have different needs and different focuses for what they need for social services and, and, and all this kind of stuff, regulation and so on. But, um, you know, to some people that might, that might appeal. And I don't know, I don't know what the answer is to that. Well, I think, I think that it's safe to say that you'd have to be blind as a fucking bat to not <laughs> kind of see that something's going on. Uh, I think that, you know, um, Certainly in my 20 years of policing, you know, I saw my fair share of shady activity. And uh, from the uh, very beginning, when the liberal government uh, took hold of power uh, back in uh, 2015, I I had that spidey sense going off like crazy that it wasn't going to be a good ride. Um, You know, we had the warnings, you know, that... uh, the liberal government would not be friendly to gun owners, uh, which, of course, you know, was always in my mind. But beyond that, though, I've never seen a, a more ridiculous display of either stupidity or um, the worst effort ever to conceal that they're trying to run the country into the ground. Uh, no matter what you think, you know, like you don't have to be a tinfoil hat wearing motherfucker to kind of understand that something's happening. You know, uh, there's a lot of the decisions being made that don't make any sense at all. Uh, I think there's a fantastic effort to use, utilize a media that have been uh, bought and paid for uh, with your tax dollars. And so between, you know, a government that is uh, operating without restraint, it seems, and uh, a media that's willing to lie to the general public uh, on an ongoing basis and, and a huge struggle, you know, to, to maintain control over uh, the new news media superpower social media you know uh, it's pretty obvious to anybody that's been out there i mean I, i've been listening to people for years saying you know that their uh flow of information and uh their reach to the to the public online has been diminished uh well, you know did, did you hear what happened to facebook this week well you know shed some light on that well so facebook got attacked by the cancel crowd who basically said, you know, there's 
Facebook is enabling hate speech. They're giving it a platform. They're making it available for racist and hateful speech to be to be heard. And a whole bunch of, of uh, advertisers pulled their advertisements out of Facebook, and they, they lost upwards of something like $40 billion. Yeah, it was, it was Coca-Cola and, back down. And, 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 I love and, and, that Coca-Cola is out. But here's the fearful thing. We talk about how social media has been, has been silencing conservative voices, and people are pulling their advertisements from social media to pressure them to be even more... Um, strict on conservative voices. Like, well, it doesn't matter. You're not doing enough. We want to hear even less from them. Because here's the problem. If people get an earful of the truth, then they won't they won't have any time for the nonsense that's being peddled out there. Because what's being peddled right now is absolute crazy talk. Absolute nonsense. Oh, you have something to add? No, I'm good. No, oh, well then, you know what? I... Uh, <clears throat> I listen. Uh, I listen to the news. I certainly saw my fair share of uh, Justin Trudeau coming out of the cuckoo clock. Uh, I've been watching closely what's going on in the USA, and, and despite what anybody else out there may think, uh, it's very important what happens in the United States. They're our closest neighbor. They're our, um, you know, largest trading partner. And to top it all off, you know, they kind of set the tone. Uh, being such a gigantic superpower compared to this little thin strip of you know, uh, people here in Canada along its northern border. Uh, what goes on in the USA is very important. And the uh, attacks on Trump, uh, you know, you can think about the man, whatever you like. He's brash. He's unpresidential. He does some things. Whatever you've heard in the news, if you've heard he's a racist, I've never seen any evidence of that. Um, you know, if anything, it seems like everybody loved this guy prior to his becoming probably the largest threat to the system uh, that's ever existed. Uh, we saw, you know, it was it eight years of Obama? Like, uh, you know, like they, they, yeah. they did their, you know, more or less a decade of uh, democratic rule. And, you know, I, I didn't see a lot of fantastic gains or impressive moves during that time, but uh, I have with Trump. And regardless of what you may think of the man or what you've heard, because a lot of people are just used to just chanting that they hate Trump. Uh, the truth is, is that <clears throat> he's not doing a bad job, all things considered. Uh, well, his, I think a lot of his policies have have led to economic gains. I, I, I will say that he's, for someone who's been involved in sales and entertainment his whole life, yeah. um, he's not a good salesman for himself. And and he may be entertaining, but that's not what you want from the president of the United States. You want leadership and diplomacy. And he's, uh, he's I, I don't think it's his strongest side. Okay, well, hold on. Well, I, I, had, I had conversations with people about this today. And, yeah. and I, I think... There are legitimate concerns with the way he speaks and some of the things he says, and he's certainly uh, he's certainly like the the dog that runs after the fire truck every time it goes by. I mean, it doesn't matter what the issue is if someone if someone speaks or says something or prints something or does something, he responds and yeah. often off the cuff, and sometimes it doesn't come across as very well informed or very well thought out, and, and that, that is certainly a fair criticism of the man. Mm. However, his economic policies have resulted in strong gains for the U.S. economy, and um, there are a lot of people out there that don't want to see that, and because um, a, a, a people at, at war with itself and a people... Um, who are poor or who are suffering or who are uh, requiring of security in in dark times, they rely on government. 
and big government makes people money. It makes a lot of power brokers a lot of money. And it seems to be where they want all of us headed, which is to be clinging on to the government teat for survival, for our security, for our health care, for our education, for everything else under the sun. Now, even for our damn food and, and, and you know, our hand sanitizer and our toilet paper. Like, I mean, yeah, the government's got to provide it all. Just turn in your guns, hand over all your money, all your income, all your savings, all your taxes, hand it all to us. We'll look after it. And meanwhile, some of these guys are making off like robber barons in the old West. Yeah. You know? Yeah, we just bought up the old town and we're just driving away now. It's like so it's brutal. So, so so that's that's where, you know, I want people to make the connection between like that's the kind of money that changes hands. You know, like if you wonder like why why would anyone tank an economy? There'll always be people that benefit. Uh, from, from turmoil and uh, you know and quite frankly when uh, you know a depression hits uh, it's a usually followed by a world war you know can be yeah right? it, like I mean I, I've I, I can't emphasize this enough I think that it's really important that people and I, I always hear you in my mind telling me this like three years ago saying you know the onus is on everyone to go out there and uh, to make decisions based on you know independent sources of information and not to just go to the big mainstream media groups and and start to reason it out you know like start to think about things like you know why why would why would they do this and you know you don't have to wear a tinfoil hat to see very easily that if people are making a lot of money and if there's one thing I've learned in this lifetime is is, is money twists people and, you know, to make that much money, to have that much power, to be able to do anything you want is, is terribly addictive. And I, I imagine that there are people out there that have uh, a moral standard that is much lower than the lowest person that you can think of in order to make money. And so now just imagine what, what kind of money would they be willing to spend, you know, when they have, like, more than you could ever spend. What would it take to have them interfering you know, with well, they're buying. They're buying the elections. They're buying the votes, and now they've got all the money in the world to do it. The slush funds that are going to be set up from all this, you know, the the money that's going to. Oh well, I mean, Trudeau just gave nine hundred million dollars to to an uh, a uh, a charity that is overseen by his ex wife, yeah. and they're going to be parceling out. St- money to students. So they're buying the student vote now because the students are already getting the CERB and the best part is they say we're, we're going to pay you for volunteer work. If you're paying for somebody for volunteer, it's called a job. It's called a job. Yeah. Yeah. But it's see, not, see now, and, and now they put the liberal brand on it and <laughs> they have any, they have a third party do this that doesn't answer to anyone, doesn't answer to the government, doesn't answer to the taxpayers using taxpayers dollars to buy liberal votes from the uninformed. And it's, you know, guys, I don't know if we're going to recover from this. You mean financially? Financially? Two generations. Uh, No, I mean politically. Oh, politically. I'm I'm not convinced we're not headed for some, you know, some form of Soviet-style living arrangement within the next year. Yeah. Or two. Oh yeah. Well, you've heard they've already got the next 
virus oh, the on the horizon. The, what the, yeah. the, the new the new swine flu? Oh, ready the, to go? Oh yeah, nobody's nobody's Another been exposed to this. We don't know what this is. We better. What, the, when's the, the release date? It's kind of like a video no, no, game. No, no, when's the release date? No, 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 no. Like I mean, uh, honestly, there's two ways to view this. I mean, this there there's a potential. You know, pandemic risk is the article that I read, and you know when I when I hear that uh, another flu that has pandemic type uh, you know impact levels well, well, is originating well, from China again. We well, can China, we can never unlock, right? buddy. We can never right? unlock. I, but you know what though? I'm, I'm telling you right now that if uh, if in fact another one is originated from China, you know, and, and they've and, already slapped and, and they've already slapped the p- possible the pan, yeah. pandemic label Attaching on it. The, you, planting you, the seed, right? They're planting the seed. I can tell you right now that um, at this stage in the game, my my thinking is is Donald Trump will v- view that as a finger on the trigger, right? And I think that everything will be shut down. Uh, and 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 I think at this stage, you know, when you've got you know uh, pandemic after possible pandemic coming out of China, you would have to, without any kind of, you know. Um, discriminatory uh, slant to it like you'd have to shut down China like I mean like like that's it like basically if they're going to keep releasing you know whether it be intentional or otherwise these devastating viruses that you know have, have an impact on the globe you know how could you not view that as your your problem you know and buddy uh, it's it's 20 years after 9-11 and we're all back in bed with middle eastern dictators and the ones that were responsible for it we don't care about we never stop doing business with them so mm-hmm. you know the fact of the matter is as long as everybody wants to get the cheap crap at home depot all built in china no. um we're gonna keep doing business with them and uh I, I just, I don't see, as I said, I, I had this debate with a friend of mine today, not a debate discussion, and he considers himself a progressive conservative and mm. made a series of statements that, to me, were coming right off the hardcore left wing of, of, of philosophy, and I was just, how can you even consider yourself even borderline conservative, especially a fiscal conservative, mm. talking the way you talk? No, no, you know, this is the way I think, and I went, I... If I can't convince you, then I, I, I don't know if there's anyone to convince. I, I just, mm. I don't know. You, uh, you're holding that mic. No, oh, okay. Right. I, you know, every once in a while, I look over to Coach Nick, and uh, I know he loves to just listen in. I uh, watched a game that Coach Nick coached back it started. in. started. Yeah. Two, it's the boog. It's the boog. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, Canada Day weekend here, and the fireworks are going off. Uh, I think there's... You wouldn't know that in Ottawa, because uh, Justin Trudeau canceled Canada Day. Did he cancel Canada Day? What, a, what an ass hat. He doesn't want to get used to the sounds of gunfire. <laughs> maybe that's it. I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe that makes him nervous. You know, uh, it's, it's, it's strange to me that we would continuously have governments that are, you know, shutting down events. Meanwhile, they're in seemingly support of protests, which are going yeah. wrong across North America. Like, why would, Pro- we, why would we even allow it to happen up here? Protests I, I, are okay, but celebrating the country is not. Yeah, you know, it's... Well, ask and, yourself and, that. And, and, and again, the, the, you know, the statistics don't bear out the current... Um, agenda that's being that's being you know uh, implied this whole idea of large numbers of white racist police officers killing large numbers of unarmed oh, it's black rampant. men it's it, it's it's it's, it's the lowest demographic of violence in the United States and in Canada yeah white officers killing 
black men yeah. is is it's well, almost, everybody's seen the, it's almost unheard of. Everybody's seen it, that bar graph. Yeah, and when right? and you know and when it happens, it's wrong. And you know what happened in Minneapolis was was wrong, although that guy was a piece of shit asshole. Doesn't matter though. The color doesn't matter. No, but it doesn't matter. What I he mean, did was wrong. He was, he, yeah, he had it. He had a pretty sketch background. Oh, but, sure he did. But you can't. It doesn't justify being killed, right? Nobody's no, going to argue no, that exactly. But know. but the but the point being that you know all, that's what set everyone off, and it's like okay, well this is a horrific thing, but you know while well, this has to stop everyone, and it's like this is not 1968. It's not even 1978. It's not even 1988. And there's so many other, you know. Well, here's the thing: some of the Ameri- the United States of America has had a black president for two terms. The the, the and rich, nothing was done. The richest, well, but it's not only that, but but the richest, most powerful, most culturally influential Americans, many of them, if not more than half, are African Americans. Look at look. Think about your favorite actors. I mean, half more than half of my favorite actors are are people of color, and I don't even think of them that way. They're just awesome personalities and awesome actors. You know, like I, I mean, think of all the actors that you you love in film. You know, Denzel Washington, uh, Terry Crews to me is like the guy. Really? He's, oh, office yeah. Li- office linebacker. Have you ever seen him? How can you <laughs> not office linebacker? Have you ever seen that? Like, are you kidding me? Office linebacker is my favorite. Comes fly and just takes the guy out in the cubicle. If, if you haven't seen Office linebacker, uh, before, yeah. that was on TV for the office longest time. That was awesome. awesome. When they came I mean, up with the ones, I, mean, I was always happy to see there's that. There's just so many amazing and incredibly influential African American actors. But not only that, musically, I mean, there's just this, the, the music industry is dominated by people of color, and they're extremely wealthy. Sports heroes are, are dominated by people of color, and they're multi, 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 multi millionaires. You know, uh, the, the the bloody president of the United States of America for two terms, an African American. So, if the United States is racist, they're not very good at it. Yeah, <laughs> right. Well, yeah. it's funny because that people have been drawn a, a, a very positive correlation this i've seen this in the last week and a half two weeks between the advent of the the social security system in the united states and the decline which kind of paralleled uh the decline in two-parent homes in in, yep Yep. and, and, and again and again and that's not just a color bar that's an income bar because poor white americans have suffered the same way under that regime. You right? will never see that posted anywhere. But 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 it's a fact. Again, the disparity is not as much between color as it is between income and and social strata, right? But this this the one article I saw was drawing a direct parallel between the the this very significant decrease in in a father figure in African American homes and the increase in crime. Yeah. And that was since ever since I did it. Well, don't this think whole they, this whole this whole debate about toxic masculinity. And the reality is is when you look at it, the problem isn't toxic masculinity. It's the absence absence of, of masculinity. Absence of masculinity yeah. in the home and in the family unit. Yeah. So and that's not to say that a lot of these amazing women haven't done their very, very best. But they do it. Bring they up can, their children. Man, but, they can only but, do so much. But you can only do so much and 
um, you know, uh, uh, if a male child is suffering from problems, then a male presence in the home gives gives direction, right? And, get, and lead by example, offers a leadership role in the home. So anyway. But, I, but then, I, the funny thing is, but then people will say, oh, no, that's not true. And they'll, they'll, they'll argue against it. But then the funny thing <laughs> is thinking about uh, my profession is when I got into teaching, people are saying, you'll get hired in two seconds because you're a male in elementary. Yeah, I've is heard that, that too. I've yeah. heard that too. Yep. Yeah. Right? So it's well, like, oh, that, wait a minute. That was can't... back in the 90s. I looked at teaching elementary no. school and I was oh, told, yeah. oh my God, yeah. Well, you want to be a male and teach in elementary? I've just finished my 13th year and they told me that I had directors of, of, of human resources departments when I went to a job fair yeah. tell me that to my face. You'll get hired because you're a male and you want to teach elementary. So it's like, wait a minute. So it can't work in one and you can't argue it in one and not in the other. Okay, well, <clears throat> you know, I, I I find this, you know, fascinating. But we're, yeah, looking like we're short on time. We'll have to continue this one another time. Uh, I'm just uh, checking out the hour here, and I want to make sure that we, oops, wrap up at a respectable time. Hey, you want to hear my, uh, oh. my you want to hear what I think is coming? What? I think they're suddenly going to say, we want all the guns now. Oh, I told you they were going to shorten I, no, the time. No, no, but I, that's coming. I think it's going to be before the two years. I think they're going to pull I the trigger that, on it. I, I mean, said they're going to collect that, them all up. I said that a long time ago. Yeah. I said, you watch. They, they they break us in with a, you have two years. Don't worry about it. You yeah, two and years it's only some it. models. It's mm-hmm. only some models. And then they wait for things to cool off, and then something happens, and then all of a sudden, that's it. guess what? Yep. You know what? You're right. These things are too dangerous to keep yep. right, for any longer. We're going to make it six months. And we want them all. And we want everything. I wonder if something else will coincidentally happen again precipitate that oh you know and i'm sure you've heard all the uh <clears throat> scuttlebutt uh, regarding the nova scotia shooter and uh the possibility of him uh being a a criminal informant uh and a uh, an agent potentially yeah uh and so of course for the people that don't understand the difference between the two an informant provides information an agent acts upon uh, instruction given to them by a police service member. And, of course, there's a lot of talk about uh, the sudden withdrawal um, in a strange fashion in the tune of uh, 475,000-plus Canadian dollars from uh, a Brinks, you know, warehouse, which is is not the usual practice. Uh, but, But at this stage, you know, there's a good possibility that... You know, he was uh, <clears throat> working with the boys, and there's a lot more to that story. We encourage uh, any and all reporters to poke around it if you're uh, you're interested. I'm sure there's something out there. Uh, if nothing else, you'll probably be paid not to print it. Thank you, McLean's. <sighs> you know, it's something else. Anyway, folks, uh, we hope you've enjoyed this podcast. I think we're going to wrap it up in an hour. Brian, always great having you here, buddy. Thanks for having me, Mark. You know what? A fantastic time. Coach Nick, thank you again for thank joining Thank you, me. sir. All right. Well, folks, we uh, hope you've enjoyed this one. Uh, we appreciate all the support we've gotten. Don't forget uh, to support the CCFR and their legal challenge. Uh, we think that that's really important. They've got a great argument lined up. Oh, hold on one second. You can remind me, huh? That's okay. Well, and the conservative election's coming up, too. Oh, and the conservative election's coming up, too. Yeah, we see a lot of people with a lot of opinions. Uh, we certainly have ours here at the Canadian Gun Vault uh, about who we think should uh, take command of the ship. Uh, you can think what you like. Uh, I've been pretty vocal about who my favorites uh, are. Brian, you've uh, cast your ballot as well. I, yep. I believe you too, Coach Nick. Um, you know, I think we're all in agreement. I think that uh, 
Peter McKay is going to be the way to go. And I really do believe that for uh, some very, I think, valid uh, reasons. You know that extend beyond my personal feelings. I, I'm sure there's somebody out there with a platform that I would like to see, you know, come to fruition uh, a little more than anything else. Uh, but I don't believe that that's what we need at this point. I think that it's entirely possible. We got to win. We, we, win we should focus on winning, and I think that winning is more important than picking the guy that you really like. You like the best, yeah. And and I don't believe that that's a compromise uh, to anybody's integrity uh, to do so. I think if the win's more important than uh, you know being true to yourself, uh, I think if you can, you know, bring it uh, you know, to the uh, social media platforms and confront the people, uh, you know, reasonably that are saying that maybe uh, Peter's uh, a bad choice because he's anti-gun. Because I don't believe for one second that he is. I don't think he is anti-gun no, at all. No, uh, he's not anti-gun at all. And I think he knows which side of his bread is buttered too. Yep, so absolutely. Pe- people really need to put their personal preferences on the back burner right now or well, we're going to be I, in we, we trouble. We need to win. We need to well, win. Well, that's win. what I'm saying. I, I like their the, the personal preference versus versus who's got the best chance. Well, it, and, and Nick, you, I mean, you, I'm, I know you've seen it on your social media, people saying, well, if Peter McKay wins, they'll never get my vote. It's like, are you stupid? Yeah. Are you an idiot? Yeah. Like, I'll tell you, I don't care who wins. <laughs> I will be voting conservative, even if I don't agree but see, but with that's everything the thing. they that's, stand for. That's the, f- that's my fear is, is people that are not, are just looking. They're not looking outside their own bubble. You got. They're not looking big picture. Well, well I, you know, look they, big they, picture. They're, vo- they're voting Max Bernier because he's going to give everyone concealed carry. Like really? You yeah. think Max Bernier is going to be the next prime minister? Yeah. I don't fucking think so. You know what? Hold your nose and vote exactly conservative. Right, and then we can fix shit. When 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 the ship isn't sinking anymore, let's go fix the hole in the basement. You know, before the whole friggin' house sinks into the friggin' mud pit. Yeah. No, like let's let's focus on what's important, and then we can and then we can figure out how we're going to redo the dining room. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Jeez. Well, uh, you know, and your and your thoughts on it, Coach Nick? Oh, I I'm wholeheartedly agree. I'm, I'm I was speaking on a smaller scale for the time being with respect to the to the conservative party leadership race is, mm-hmm. is, is for, forget, forget the federal election for now. I mean, but we, we, that's why I'm talking about people's personal preferences need to, need to be put on a back burner versus, um, who they, who, who the best person, um, is for the job that has the, bet, the most likelihood to defeat the liberal government. You know, it, you, you may want, uh, Dr. Lewis, but she may not be the best one for the f- for the job. You, you, like you, people have to sit and think of that, and that's what kind of really, really um, uh, concerns me. Is is so it, so if your person doesn't win, does that mean you're not going to vote conservative? Like I, I don't know. Well, I think I think people I think people need to accept a couple of things uh, right away. One, uh, there are paid for trolls out there that will uh, you know be put online to create nothing other than dissent. I think that if you don't recognize them for what they are, uh, there's going to be a certain number of people that are going to be uh, frequenting the uh, social media airwaves and and doing their very best. And you know you know what the litmus test is for me. Is if you get so crazy when you talk about how how much you dislike uh, Peter McKay, 
I I start to immediately question why you know you're your name calling like a liberal uh, party member might you know uh, like I'm 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 definitely seeing you so know, you're talking like almost to, like, the, like, to give the uh, triggered effect yeah right? yeah I think I think if you triggered looked, versus just yeah, just having a regular you know, conversation like, I think I think if you just gauge people by their reactions yeah. like I mean a lot of, a lot of times it's like hey you know what? I I know how I feel as a reasonable person like if I say that Ms Lewis uh, would make an excellent selection but you know she does have some items uh, on a dance card you know that may may give her trouble um, you know and I and I've always felt that Aaron O'Toole uh, has a great platform and he's got great delivery and you know but uh, ultimately though I have to defer to you know a experience uh, Peter has already been on federal files he's a name that people are familiar with they've they've heard it before uh, so he's from the east and that that's that's actually the trump card and Minister I want to say defense? I want to save that one for last